What's going on, Miss Tia? Hey, what's happening? Nothing much. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Love, Lust, and Badass. So I am one of your esteemed hosts, CEO Hayes, and I'm joined by the lovely, the sexy, the... I don't even know what... You've had an interesting week with shit. Like, it's just... It's been really, really crazy. Yeah. How you been doing, Tia? Good. This week is good. You know, no, okay. This week was good. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Better better than last week. Exactly. Okay. That's what's up. How about you? I'm doing all right. I'm sorry. Um, for anyone who's watching, I'm uh tweeting out that we are live. Uh but yeah, I gotta get this. I gotta because you know, usually usually we've been going live in the Facebook group. So the fact that we're not going live in the Facebook group today, I just want to let people know it's gonna be a little bit different. Um but nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, YouTube today. But uh, nonetheless, let's get into the shits first. I do have to ask you this. Um, How does it feel to be like one of the most wanted people in, on social media? Because it's been an interesting week for you. For both of us. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm one of the most wanted people. People don't even know me for real. But it's been interesting. It's it's I had to tell somebody to chill out today for a second. But it was cool. No love yeah. lost. <laughs> what about your blast from the past? Um. It, it's interesting interesting um interesting mm-hmm. but uh yeah yeah always interesting never a dull day for me but you know how it is that's what happens when you are uh me i guess yeah yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. i got everything up today for you in case you're asking me to read oh i will don't even worry Fair. about it but uh <laughs> so uh I I, th- I thought about like how we were going to start this right if I wanted to start it with us like talking about some of the stuff that's happened with like just hilarious but I'm over talking about I really don't want to talk anymore about um this whole Megan Thee Stallion thing but I do want to ask you about this like because I know you kind of pay you pay attention to what's going on uh in like all things not just love sex and relationships that we're going to get into what do you think about the Kanye West shit with Kim Kardashian I, from this standpoint I just want to ask about it from this standpoint her tweet saying you know she was very respectful the fact that he's bipolar and you know some of the comments he's made about her lately when she, she could have went off she could have said something differently but what do you think do you think as much as we're focusing on this Kanye thing and people have pointed to Kim being the issue or whatever do you think that she deserves more acknowledgement for the fact that she is dealing with this as, be- as, as good as it seems like she is yes and no I'll tell you why. Yes, because they've been married for, for a while now. Has it been over five years yet? Yeah, well over. Well over. Okay, so, you know, they've been married for a while. And surprisingly, with him being bipolar, she hasn't filed for divorce. You know, Kim is known for filing for divorce um, in all of her previous marriages. So I am actually yeah. surprised that she's, like, sticking this one out. And she's been with him this long. Kudos. But, no, because there's something about the Kardashian women kim specifically mm-hmm. that drive niggas crazy you All can't say that you can't say that. see and i hate it when people like don't get me wrong i'm not the biggest kim kardashian supporter um but i honestly think it looks like she seemed to mature some like look what she's doing with prison reform and getting people off like we just yeah, we always yeah. we always blame the people that it's it's their fault that people went crazy or maybe she just picked people that already had we don't know what goes on in people's private lives. Well, again, I'm not saying her. I feel like it's all of there's Lamar, there's Scott. The only ones that got away scot free was Ray J and Reggie Bush, and even mm-hmm. Reggie went to somebody and married a woman that looked like him. So I don't know. But all I'm saying is there seems to be. Some kind of Kardashian Jenner curse that's been happening with 
every man that they deal with forever. But here's another thing that I don't think anyone realized. Now, we really didn't see the snap in Kanye until his mom passed. So it's, it's something that he's always had and she kind of helped him, his mom kind of helped him cope. Or was this like some type of psychotic break that he had once she passed away? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good question I would love to know the answer to. I mean, we will probably never get the answer to that question. Um, but anyway, let's go. Let's go on. Let's go on. Um, love, love, lust, lust, and that soul. to the first topic that we have and this is one that you came up with really good one hard conversations how should one approach a difficult conversation with their partner with their partner and make sure that their partner is receptive and that they understand what do you think about that well that's hard to do (laughs) (laughs) because i feel like everyone everyone wants to have those and be in a relationship with those who can have those kind of conversations because it shows how, you know, mature you guys are in the relationship. But at the same time, it doesn't make it any easier to come to come to someone and say exactly how you feel when it's something that you're not used to doing, you know? Yeah. So many people like sugarcoat things for their partner or like tiptoe around things or they may talk about it a little but not exactly go into detail. And so I don't know. It's hard for me to do. It's very hard. I'm trying because I know that that's inevitably like what I want with mm-hmm. a partner, but it's very hard to do. And yeah. when you do that, you want your partner to be receptive. Like, don't just listen to what I'm saying, but I need you to have feedback too. Like, what do you think about what I just said? How do you feel about it? I think uh, it's important to like, and I saw this video not too long ago, but it's important. It's important to when you are talking or when, when your partner's communicating something to you to say, okay, so this is what I'm understanding that you're saying. I just want to make sure that I'm understanding it correctly to clarify. And then to say, okay, well, this is what I think we could do about it. How do you feel about that? So you guys walk away with and with both the understanding of yeah of what's going to happen. Now that doesn't always mean that that's going to be immediate. Like you can say, all right, I hear you. Can I take a couple of? Uh, can I take thirty minutes or can I take some time to process how I feel about it? And then let's come back and and then let's talk about it. like you have to leave room for that too. I think so often, like especially if we're communicating communicating something to our partner that's maybe very important to us or maybe hard we 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 want that answer right then and there and if if they are to give you that answer who's to say when they take some time to think about it something did or another question doesn't pop up or they don't need something clarified so i think we need it's important to allow that space sometimes to have that time to um for them to process what you're what you're dropping on them yeah and then i think it's hard for people to have hard conversations with people because it's not that the the person that wants to have the conversation can't do it it's more so how would the person that i need to tell respond to it Mm -hmm. because 
sometimes you do have people that try to have hard conversations with their mate and their mate kind of like brush off their feelings or like it's not as important to their mate as it is to them or, you know, oh, that's stupid. Why are you mad about that? And people don't want to constantly be vulnerable in that way and then get that mm-hmm. kind of response back. So I think that's another thing that makes it super hard. Like you don't you don't want a negative response when you share something, you know, share something hard or difficult with with okay that makes sense yes people have ptsd from that <laughs> mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. want it thrown back up in your face like there's so many different reasons but i think that's another reason why people we need to do better at weeding out who we do date and court and you know get in relationships with because you don't want anybody that is going to respond in a negative way or doesn't at least try to understand what you mean and where you're coming mm-hmm. mm-hmm. all right that makes sense that makes sense i feel it i feel it. i like it um but i think i think it's important too like the way that this this question is phrased is that you can never make sure that your partner is receptive right you can you can communicate all day long but like that receptive piece of it they have to be receptive and open to hearing that hard conversation. And, you know, that's part of relationship building. That's why it's important to get to a certain place because it does take time um, and, and to deepen your relationship so you can have those hard conversations because it's easy when everything is good. It's easy when everything's fluffy. It's easy when all of that. But, you know, that is what, say to, for me, it says the deepness of relationship. If I can come to you about the hard things, then we can make it through about anything. But it can't just always be the surface level stuff. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Definitely. Good shit. (laughs) (laughs) We always do good shit. This is what we do. Let's move into topic number two. Let me bring out Hayes a little bit more. Um, (laughs) Yeah, get off the phone. (laughs) I'm not on the phone. I'm making sure the stream's good. You know, we've had tech problems. This stream should have been over with by now. Um, What do you you suggest for someone who feels like they are unattractive? They are the unattractive one in the the relationship. And then second part of this question is, have we ever been threatened by how how attractive one of our partners has been? What do you what do you think about that? How do I suggest? What do I suggest for someone who feels like they're the unattractive one? Why are you in a relationship where you, you feel like you're the unattractive? To me, that's like a, a confidence. That's a confidence thing. Like I feel like if you don't have a certain level of confidence, you shouldn't be in a relationship. But since you're already in it, I don't know. Maybe yeah. spruce yourself up a bit. Maybe go get keep your hair done. And your nails done and all of that. Is that really the message that we want to send to women who who are listening to this podcast? Is that really what we want to do? Attractive, do things that make you feel attractive. Work out, get your body. But I don't think it's shit like that. But I don't even think that it's necessarily that that okay if you feel like you're the unattractive one in the relationship or, or less attractive i guess maybe that's the way that i'm looking at it, less attractive than your partner um because it happens let's say because men and women age differently right some women feel like they get less attractive in age where men as they get older and the gray hair and stuff some people find that more attractive so like and i like one of my favorite movies is the 40 year old version and in that the woman said that like he's getting more attractive while she's getting older so like if, and it can happen vice versa in men and women too so i think like if you think about it from that perspective, you can start feeling unattractive without being out of shape or being any of that. Like it, it's it's kind of a mindset to have, especially if you're with uh, your partner. You think they're kind of glowing up while you're glowing down. I think ultimately, um, you gotta you gotta remember the person that you're with chose you for a reason, right? And if they if you if you if that you're the most beautiful person in the world, and they tell you how beautiful and how attractive they ultimately make you feel. You know, that should get that should help you some and at least let you know that they're not unattractive to you. But I still 
know that people face that uh that that doubt in themselves sometimes so it's it's i don't i don't really don't know how to give advice to that per se because it's for me it's like self-confidence isn't something that i've ever struggled with so i i i it's hard for me to give advice to that to that part of it, but I would ultimately think like you have to do things that make you feel good. If it is your weight, work out. If it if it's if it's sometimes just putting on like I think sometimes we feel like we can't get dolled up if we don't have nowhere to go. Hell, sometimes put on makeup in your favorite dress and just go out to eat and just sit there and look fine and sexy as shit. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. all you gotta do. Again, like I initially stated, it is a confidence thing. But if it's a, a physical thing or an appearance thing, just Spruce yourself up a bit. Keep yourself done up. You know, even ask your partner, because I know sometimes, you know, men are very visual. And so if your man likes you a certain way, maybe keep up that look for him because that makes you feel sexy in order to make him feel wanted and needed yeah. and sexy. So that's an option too. But like you said, I, I don't, I really haven't had that problem. I don't know how else to give advice for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and then like the part of, have you ever been threatened by how attractive your partner is? Like why you you're with them because they're attractive. So I, 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 this is just one of those topics that it's hard for me to, I guess, connect with because it's not anything that I've ever felt. Maybe I have to be in that situation. You know, for anyone anyone who's watching or a listener who's listening to the podcast after the fact, if you felt this way, reach out to us. Let us know because I think me and T are just kind of struggling with how to go on this one. <laughs> or maybe they mean by have you ever been threatened? Maybe, maybe jealous. Like maybe the partner gets more attention out and about yeah. than them. Like, I don't know. Again, you guys chose each other for a reason. But yeah, like Hey said, if you struggled with this let us know because i can't really relate all right well there it goes well let's move into topic number three what is something that you want from your next relationship that you have yet to get from a relationship just one thing (laughs) 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 you go first let me pick which one i want to do um i think like i've said this before i've said this to you um in like our conversation i think i said this is the first time we ever recorded an episode together for me what i want in my next relationship when i do get in like to one is that the space to just be me like space and people hear that and think well what do you mean you want space i don't mean space from my partner i mean i want the space to be imperfect i want the space to to fail and not be judged i want the space to be vulnerable i want the space to be like to to cry like i I want the space to be all sides that are me and not me ever feel like it's either going to be thrown in my face or that it's going to be something that you feel you feel some type of way about i ultimately in my next situation um want just to be able to be me un un unabashedly i've never had that before i've always had to change something or do something about me to make other people feel comfortable and i don't want to do that and that's part of the reason why i live the life the way i do now like i live for me i live for my children as well but if i if i can't be me without the armor that i have to wear out in the world i don't want it you know i was just saying this today i even posted something similar in the group um but it was more so like what are you afraid of um with marriage and my answer was um same thing for a relationship like i want the space and grace to be able to grow and make mistakes and not feel like at the end of the day like will smith said at the red table talk like i'm gonna lose my family or my man because of it like you know you're supposed to evolve and grow and you guys go through prayerfully decades with each other so 
you're never going to be the same person that you were initially. And like you said, I want to be able to show every side of myself and not feel judged about it or not feel like you're looking at me crazy or you think I'm weird or you you don't want to be bothered anymore because I showed a side of me that you didn't like. That is like the scariest thing ever. But yeah, that's my main thing. Mm. That and... I and them to, them to use Dr. Bronner's peppermint so you can eat their ass. We all know what it is. You nasty <laughs> motherfucker. That's what you are. Um <laughs> But I think I think too like like uh, in in reality like what I want for my next situation is you know I know I said the whole space thing but but ultimately I want us to have the passion to continually get to know each other as we change and we grow. I know I'm 33 years old. I'm a grumpy ass old man. I'm almost going to be who I'm going to be, but things they are going to be shades of me that change. They're going to be shades of, of the person that I end up with that change. I want us to always have that passion to continually fall in love and get to know each other and know that no matter what, if you go from, from being young and spry to all of a sudden you want to knit sweaters, I, I want I want to have that ability. I want you to have that ability to do that and just be like, look, babe, I don't want to drink tequila. I want to knit this sweater. What kind of sweater do you want? Like, I just I just ultimately I just I just want everybody to feel like be who they are and feel like as that change, we can communicate that and we still going to be happy and it's not going to be be threatened at all. But yeah, that's that's my ultimate feeling. That, and, you know, I know we're love, lust and badass soul. And this is a sex and relationship podcast. I usually crack my crude jokes, but. I think as I'm like getting into the space of getting, I'm pushing, I'm getting to 35. Like that's always been what the age that scared me for some reason. Um, I don't know. I'm, and I'm, I'm fine being old. I don't, gray hair doesn't bother me. Going bald doesn't bother me. None of that. But I think because I'm still like, I have my children, my children are, are damn near grown. They all definitely going to be damn near grown by the time I'm 35, 36. So it's like, ultimately I just, I really just want the space like, me, for example, you know how much the Awaken Soul of my podcast mean to me. If I would have had that podcast while I was married, it would have caused the biggest issue ever. Something that brings me so much happiness and joy would have been a, a point of contention because in that relationship, it was anything that wasn't putting time into her was looked at as a problem. So now that I'm away from that, my whole focus is I just want to be able to be me. And I want that person to enjoy it. I want that person to lift me up. I want that person to be like, look, I don't understand why you like talking into a microphone three times a week. But you know what? You're doing it. Go go be the best podcast you can be. Like, I need that. I thrive off that. That's something that I need. So um, and pretty feet. We can't forget. You she gotta have like this. I I, I gotta say it every I just want to know. I'm, First of all, I don't care. Everybody got their preferences. She gotta have pretty feet. That's all I can say. Like that's that's uh, legs and feet. I don't even care. You can have a flat ass. You ain't gotta have very much titty. If your legs is nice and your very feet are pretty, nice. we good. We, I'm just saying. We I talked about it last week. Like we talked about the boob shots and everything. Let's let's move on. Um. So this one is the next one. I figured I this is the one I'm really interested to see. Like your perspective on. I can't wait to see it. Is um. What does staying in your lane mean to you when it comes to dating? And what if you don't agree with your partner on what your lane should be? So let's attack that first one uh, initially. What does staying in your lane when it comes to dating mean to you? Tia, because I, 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 you a nigga. So I know like somebody telling you, hey, stay in your lane. I could just imagine that being a whole, a whole thing. So what do you feel about it? I feel like it is the equivalent to, it is what it is. Like, mm. If you're my guy for sex, then stay in that lane. Don't come out of it. 
You're in this lane for a reason. If you're the guy that is potential back, that's your lane. <laughs> if you're the guy that I just want to talk to on the phone, I don't want to meet, I don't want to go out, that's your lane. Don't try to confuse any of it. Stay where you are put. Now, if we have a conversation and we want to progress to another lane, then that's one thing. But you trying to get out of pocket without a conversation, eh, stay in your lane. That's not what I want you to be. What am I going to do with you? What what the fuck am I going to do with you? Like seriously, <laughs> let's just let's just be for real like. But no, I mean so so the, no, the way that I I look at staying your like it could be positive and negative, right? Cuz like you you can for for example, if if I get with somebody and they have 13 14 year old kids and i feel like at my lane in that case like you're going to respect me especially if you're in my house but if if we're not living together if we're not married and you have separate kids my lane isn't to really necessarily parent your children now if you ask me you say hey i, I could you go talk to to junior or whatever i got you like as a male around and if if that's the role that you need and want me in definitely but i think that that's that's one thing i think of being in your lane for example i have xavier is damn near grown he's taller than me he's six foot six feet tall he's a grown-ass man the last thing that i would want him to feel like if somebody new comes in the situation is to automatically add waters instantly trying to act like his mom so to me in that case your lane would be to connect with him, find find a relationship and build a relationship with Xavier, build your own relationship, but don't come in thinking you're going to act like his mom because the dude's already grown. Now he's going to respect you. I'm going to set that standard, but you can't act like, you can't expect that it's going to be like, hey, mama, whoever you are. No, it's not going to be like that. He's a grown ass man. He's going to, he's going to, you, you're going, you're going to. Exactly. You already got a mama and you're going to have to you're going to have to build an actual relationship with him just to think it's instant. So that's one thing I think of when I say staying in your lane uh, when it comes to relationships. Another thing that I think about is um, if you're let's say you're an entrepreneur, we both have our own businesses. If 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 me and you were to were to be together and, you know, Lady Haven, my my lane isn't to come in and, and try to take over and, and run Lady Haven with you. Now, you can welcome me into that, but that's your business. You had that before I came around. What do I look trying to come in and say, hey, no, you're doing too much time on Lady Haven. No, that's you need to stay in your lane. You don't worry about it. I was making this money before you came around. I'm going to continue making it. So that's kind of that's the stuff I kind of think about. When it comes to being in your lane. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I All like right. that. I like that entrepreneurial one. That's it. Yeah. One. Yeah. And everybody a lot isn't. Of people, a lot of people, believe it or not, in the dating space, mm -hmm. come in to people who are entrepreneurs and feel like because they gave you like certain ideas or they were kind of just like around during the process or like to come up that they're owed something or they. Mm -hmm. They should have more of a stake in what you developed by yourself. And it's like, uh-uh, stay in your lane. This is not yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. And I think another thing, like, so the second part of the question is, what do you do when you don't agree with what your what your partner thinks staying in, in your lane is, or what your lane should be? I would say that just off the uh, kind of the examples that we gave is that if your partner is trying to tell you something to stay out of something that's not your lane and you don't agree with it, maybe that relationship just isn't for you. Even think it has to be that drastic like sometimes you know as bad as we are we still have to be put in our place every once in a while sometimes mm. you just gotta humble yourself take it and keep it moving it don't necessarily mean that that person is not for you at least when it comes to like the entrepreneurial type of thing mm. in a relationship but yeah just yeah yeah but don't agree <laughs> We come to a middle ground. I mean, yeah, I mean, you got, I think also that goes back to the, that uncommunicated expectations thing, because if ultimately you have an expectation, you have an idea 
of a lane and it's a difference. You have to communicate with your partner why you don't agree, why they feel the way you do, and then try to figure it out in the middle there. I think ultimately, like everyone isn't going to have come in and automatically every idea is going to overlay and overlap. But if you do communicate it, like, for example, if you say if they say hey, your lane is to not worry about where I am from nine to one o'clock in the morning and we don't agree on that shit, something got to give. And if we can't make no middle ground, I got to go like you got to go. I got to go. Somebody got to go. Um, So I think like it's situations like that. But ultimately, and, you know, I hate throwing everything under the communication thing, but that is truly the backbone of so much in a relationship it's is communication. Yeah, It's a big thing. Yeah. Not just communicating because you can communicate all day, but the person has to understand what the fuck you're saying. That because is true. understanding is just as important as communicating. And it's there so funny because uh, in one of my previous situations, I would express something. And I, after I expressed it, I would say, okay, do you understand where I'm coming from? Like, will you regurgitate back to me what you think I meant? And he would get so offended. And he's like, I'm not a child. You don't have to ask me. But I'm like, no, I do. Because I need to really understand that you understand where I'm coming from. Because I don't want to have this conversation. Yeah. And I think too, <laughs> I like, like repeating myself. If, if, and you, and I know this kind of goes back to what we said before, like hard conversations that, you got to be able, pe- people are afraid to tell their, especially when you're in marriage, like that they're unhappy because they worry that everything is just going to shatter down. If you can't tell, if we're together and you can't tell me that you're unhappy about something, what the fuck is we doing? Really? What the fuck is we doing? That's the conversation we should be having. Like fuck talking about the drapes and curtains and what's for dinner. Like I want to know if you, if I did something that truly made you unhappy, like I get it, sit with it for a minute, take some time to process it. If you try to overcome it, I thank you for that. But I still need to know, even if you even if you say, hey, you did this and it made me unhappy. Now, I took some time. And since it w- it's been a day or whatever, it's not really that big of a deal to me anymore. I've kind of gotten over it. Nigga, I want to know, because listen, I'd say this all the time. My nigga, if I do something the way you want it done at the time you want to do it without you asking me, my nigga, I got lucky. I'm not I'm just going to be 100 percent honest. I got fucking luck. I need you to tell me because I, I, otherwise. I can get every, a, bro, a broke clock is right two times a day. I, I need you to talk to me because my nigga, I get, I get lucky a lot apparently, but I don't want to live off luck. I need you to tell me. <laughs> I need you to tell me what the fuck is going on because you, you, I, you'll be sitting, you'll be sitting there thinking, oh, this nigga really gets me. He did this. I didn't even have to ask. He did that. I don't have to ask. And two years from now, my nigga, that shit ain't going to be happening because I got lucky. <laughs> I got lucky. But I think, and this could be a topic for another day, but I think that we are getting to know someone or dating someone, like before it becomes a serious thing, expectations, the conversation of expectations should be a thing. And people hear expectations. I expect you to have pretty ass feet. (sighs) Shut up. hear expectations and think of it as being a negative thing like you hear people say don't go into it with expectations you're always going to be disappointed no yeah. if i am considering spending the rest of my life with you or any kind of relationship with you on a personal level i need you to know what i expect from this relationship whether it's emotionally whether it's physically whatever it is that way we go into it knowing what each other wants and we can cater to those needs because if we can't it's no point yeah, for sure. For sure. I feel that. I feel that 100%. Um, yeah. Communicate your expectations. Like, people will sit around all day expecting something that they ain't never told nobody. And like I said, I'm sitting around getting my ass lucky, and you thinking I got my <laughs> shit together. My nigga, I got lucky. But uh, let's move on. 
Uh, we got we're about to get into the listener submitted questions, but before we do that, we got to get into our cookie of the week. Do you have a cookie of the week? I do have a cookie of the week. All right, because I got one this week too. So go ahead. Oh well, do yours. Do yours. All right. So my cookie of the week is somebody who's really been supporting us the last couple of weeks. Has reached out said like what the podcast has meant to her um things that she took away from it and I, she even got on me a little bit because i like that what episode where i was like i don't do white women xyz but uh i want to i want to give a shout out and make my cookie of the week savannah because uh she has been supporting this podcast like crazy the last couple of weeks the last month or so for real, uh honestly and she's really been listening i know she's been listening because she sends in topics and talks about it so i want to give uh my cookie of the week to savannah so pa- shout out to savannah and i think i think we lost uh tia i think tia froze so i'm just gonna i'm gonna keep talking my shit while we wait on tia to come back um but yeah that's my cookie of the week shout out to you and then also like anyone who is listening to this podcast um and if you have a business if you have a um if you have a, a business, a boutique, uh, you do nails, like whatever you have going on that you're doing, uh, send that into us so we can give you a shout out. Uh, there's nothing as we keep building this platform. There's no point of it if our listeners and our supporters aren't also reaping benefits from the growth of this podcast that we've been doing. So I wanted to say that if you I don't care what it is that you're doing out in the world, if you're doing something that you would like promoted, that you would like talked about on the podcast, give us a shout out. And we'll go ahead and, and and play it on there. I think we got Tia back. Uh, let's see what's going on with Tia. We do have Tia back. Tia, I don't know if you heard or not, but I, I made my cookie of the week, Savannah. Savannah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So who's your cookie of the week? Hey, Savannah, girl. I love you. <laughs> She's the sweetest thing ever. Yeah. Um, My cookie of the week is Miss Josie Bayan. That is my homegirl. I've known her since maybe 2010, 2011. It's been a while. Um, She is from D.C. She had moved to New York for about seven years, but now she's back. So now we're cutting the streets up, mm-hmm. okay, even with COVID. And we got some things in the works here with Hayes coming up soon for Patreon. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Josie. And her Instagram is Josie, J-O-S-I-E, Joe, J-O, underscore zero nine. And Josie got some pretty ass feet. So we just going to keep them. <laughs> I thought she was going to say something else. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So uh, we're going to take a break for the podcast listeners. For the YouTube viewers, we're actually not taking a break. We're just going to get into it. Uh, and then we'll be uh, into our questions right after. Boom. All right. Listen to questions. So we got we got these questions this week. We actually have three this week, not just our usual two. Uh, so the first one that we have, I'll read the first one. The first one is titled, I don't know how to move forward. This letter reads, I was dating my boyfriend for four years in 2019. We had a strong friendship, which turned into a relationship. Last summer, my friend lied to him and told him I cheated. He believed her, which resulted in our relationship falling apart. I did so much for him to make him feel better and to prove I didn't cheat, but he, he was believing her. We went through months of fighting, him being distanced, and me living on the edge, waiting for him to tell me he again didn't want to be with me. He was so mean to me this past year. In April, he asked for space, and I just and I gave up fighting for this relationship. We didn't speak for three months. In July, he asked if we could talk, and he said that he misses me. He believes that I didn't cheat and wants me to and wants to be with me. He spoke to my friend, who then admitted that she didn't cheat. I just don't know how to move forward now. I just feel, uh, I guess she forgot to. She just feels blank. I guess. Uh, Oh, no, feels like I'm paranoid around him being scared to be myself, thinking he's going to leave again. What do you think about this? Yeah, sure. Take it away. She need to be her friend ass. Especially that that's not your friend. That is not (laughs) your friend. 
Number one, two, you should have put hands on her. I'm sorry, violence is not the answer, but sometimes it is. Sometimes you have to get down on somebody's level. Because think about it. People want love and companionship so bad. That's something that we all yearn for. Mm-hmm. Even if somebody lie to you and tell you that they don't, that's what they want at the end of the day. Nobody wants to die alone. Somebody always wants a partner. For you to come in as my friend and lie to my man that resulted in so much other turmoil to the point now where I still want to be with him, but I'm going to be paranoid. Yes. You need your ass whooped. And he needs to kiss your ass to let you know that he is very sorry and that he shouldn't have listened to her. Like, he he needs to be proven to you that he needs to be on your shit. You understand? Consistently. That's all I got. But she needs she need hands put on her because that's, that's not right. I don't disagree with you necessarily, uh, especially with putting hands like beat that beat that bitch ass. But um, outside Wait. of that, uh, I think that uh, like you say that your relationship fell apart. If somebody coming to him shattered him that much, I hate to tell you, your relationship wasn't that strong to begin with. That's just my opinion. There was already. What? I'm going to have to slightly disagree. Only because it was her best friend. Still, it does. Look, my, my thing is, is that. If your relationship was super strong, and even if it was her best friend coming to you, where's the proof? I need to see some proof, my nigga. That too. Like, cause, cause if if our relationship is strong and we've been together four years, I I'm going to need to see a text message. I'm gonna need to to know who the dude was. I'm gonna need more information than just you saying, "Oh yeah, she cheated on you last year." With who? When? Right. What? What was the dates? Like to me, if I really, <laughs> really trust somebody. I, I'm I'm gonna try to do more before. I, now I'm gonna do my investigation. Don't get me wrong. Of I'm not course. saying. I'm not saying I'm going to take what the friends say and be like, fuck you. I don't believe you shit. I'm going I'm to do my investigation. But then it's some some stuff needs to line up before I'm just ready to throw the relate. So my thing is, is I'm what I'm saying is that he he there was something in him that was already either un, uh, uneasy or was having doubts about something. That's just my personal opinion. I may be wrong, but that's my for, for it to be. You guys were going four years strong and it completed the shadow without much proof. Like it was too easy. Yeah, it was too easy. It was too easy. So. Um, as far as like, what do you need to do to make it better? I think you need to realize that it's not like he just all of a sudden cooked it in his head that you were cheating on him. Somebody did come to him. So I'm sure that did shatter him a little bit to think of. I mean, if he's just walking around thinking everything's good and happy, that may have, that may have done some damage to him. You can't just expect him to just automatically get over it. Now your fear, you saying you live in constant fear that he's going to leave you again. If anything, this should really make you guys stronger. If somebody lied on you guys and it wasn't true and it is nothing proven that you were unfaithful at all, hopefully you guys can rebuild and get stronger. You can't sit around and worry about if he's going to leave. I hate people always saying that they were, I don't want him to leave. I don't want her to leave. Nigga, if they're going to leave, they're going to leave. All you can do is try to do what's right. And in this situation, you did, you did everything you could that was right. You tried to make it better. You tried to calm down how he felt, knowing the whole time you didn't actually cheat. You've done everything you can in that situation. We got to stop being afraid to let some people go. I'm just glad you're not a savage, because a savage bitch would have cheated just because she was being accused of cheating. Good See, that's that nigga mentality that you have that scares the <laughs> shit out of me. Like, you was wow. Like, you're going to be single. No, let me stop saying it, because you got on me last time I said you was going to be single forever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's my opinion on that one. This next one, though. Listen. I didn't even read it. You or you can read I this one. Read the second one. I want you to I want to see your face as you read this shit. My boyfriend take creep shots. I just found out that my significant other of two years takes creep shots 
of women at the beach. I found out harmlessly and was disturbed, so I let him know right away when I saw his phone. He was very apologetic, but admitted he's been doing it for years, and if I hadn't found out, he probably wouldn't have stopped. Um, he's not exactly sure why he does it. It turns him on, and he knows it's creepy and wrong. He actually thought it might be illegal. Uh, it is. It is. Um, though it's not. Yeah, that's inaccurate. Up to this, he's been amazing. Thoughts on creep shots. He wants to know how he can make it up to me, make it better, prove he will stop. I'm just not sure how. I entered this relationship already with previous experiences that gave me rather significant trust issues. Ooh, honey. Okay, so you you found out that your boyfriend is at the beach taking pictures of women like by creep shots. Does he mean like while they're getting dressed while they like there's a lot of different ways that can go. But my thing is like usually and I watch a lot of SVU. So if I like go into this weird place, don't judge me. But like that's like the the entry, the entry drug to to all type of credit. Yeah, like. So Crazy. what next is he is he going to be is he going to be putting cameras in bathrooms to see women pissing like what I couldn't be with somebody a, a woman who did that shit because it'd be like look, well we talk about it I'd have to figure out what's going on but then for you if if she said oh I know it's wrong I know it's creepy but it gets me off it gets me horny nigga that's that's going to take some serious therapy that ain't no just hey hey let me give me your phone while we at the beach that's not just no shit like that like i don't know man i feel like it might be some childhood trauma behind it i don't know i don't want to play therapist but i couldn't do it that's weird and like you said that's a gateway to so many other things it can go to putting the phone on your foot and and looking under skirts while you're on the train it could go to creeping on people in dressing rooms it could even go as far as to want to rape people because they turn you on so much i could not do it I watch too much SVU. That's what I keep saying because I'm telling you right now, that shit is that just seems like the start of an SVU episode. And then the next thing you know, he gets so turned on that he's raping somebody. And I that's an extreme. Let me stop. That's an extreme, right? But it does happen. Like, and we live in a world now to where I don't put shit past no motherfucking body. I got kids. Any sign of anything that's creepy, hell, I just had to get a fucking a grown woman off my son at the mall this week. Anything that's creepy or predatory, you got to go. You got to go. Like, period, point blank. Like, there is no way for him to prove to you. That's not something that he's just going to let go of because you found out. No. He may make you think he's not doing it anymore, but he's going to keep doing that shit. So there's no way to prove to you that he's not going to do it. There's no way for him to make it right. Like, you just need to move on. Like, this is not, this This ain't what you want, sis. This ain't what you mm, want. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Sorry. That's some weird shit, homie. That's some weird fucking shit. Um, mm, mm, mm. I can't, yeah, I can't do it with no creepy shit. Like, don't get me wrong. I look, I be at the beach looking at toes all day long, but I ain't taking no pictures. Like, that shit is weird. Um, We got one more email. You ready to get into the last one for tonight? Yeah. So, this is, what should I do? I'm a virgin. I really want to start having sex. I want to lose it to someone I care about, but I don't care enough about anyone to lose it to them. I just want to get it over with so I can start having sex, but I need to find someone I care about to lose it to. What should I do? Listen, grab the nearest dick with you that's close to you and just be like, look, come with me for a second. Go no, I'm just fucking. That's that's bad advice. I'm just talking shit. I'm just talking shit. Um, I would say, like, I think I, I would like to know almost how old you are because if you're like 
I, I don't know. Like, I don't want to assume. But, like, people – I remember being in high school and people thought that, well, like, they just wanted to lose their virginity. A, because it seemed like everyone else was, or B, they just wanted to get it out the way. My thing is, is, like, if you want to have a connection with somebody, worry about the connection first. Sex is going to come. I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you're a damn 30-year-old virgin. At at some point, it's going to come. It's going to eventually be amazing. X, Y, Z. But don't, don't, don't try to do it just to get it out the way. If, what a, if a connection is what you're looking for – if you want, I'm not one to shame. If you want to just get your rocks off and figure it out, do that shit too. But if you, by the way you worded this email, you want a connection with somebody to lose it to. So make sure, make somebody earn it in that case. That's how I feel. Hmm. Listen, sis. I mean, Tia is well, a virgin, so you can go ahead and give her some. <laughs> yeah, right. As much as I love that, oh my God, I could do it every day. Let me tell you, it is slightly overrated. Okay, the shit that comes with sex, like the headache with some of the people and attitudes and spirits and all the shit that come with it, it ain't worth it if you're just going to be out here fucking off just to get the experience out of the way. I'm going to tell you right now. Yes, it feels good, but it ain't worth the headache if it ain't with the right person. So I would just continue to wait. You waited this long. It's not a big deal. If you want to start doing little things to kind of like build yourself up to where you're ready to have sex and you kind of get a feel of what you're doing and you know your body, I would start buying toys. You can buy mm. dildos, you can buy um, vibrators, you can buy all types of things, but explore your own body, figure out what you like, because if you don't know what you like, you can't tell anybody else how to make you come or get your rocks off. So explore yourself first. But let me tell you, don't go out here rushing to have sex with just anybody because half of the shit ain't worth the headache. Just wait until you find the right person and kind of take it from there. Uh, we don't know if this letter is from a man or woman. If this is from a yeah. man, get you one of those life lifelike sex dolls and have you some fucking fun. Figure Still it out. Ones? Listen, and then by time, <laughs> by time you get with a woman, you chill, you be pulling out tricks and positions and shit like Yeah. That's all I'll say. <laughs> watch porn. <laughs> no, I don't see I don't watch porn, so I can't I can't give that. I ain't learned shit from porn. I'm going to let you know right now. All my years in life watching porn, that shit didn't help me when a, when a vagina was live and in my face. I, that shit did not help me once, one bit at all. Oh, God. Well, there's that. You got to get that leg up. So you got to get that position. When you get that leg up like this, and then you... <laughs> <laughs> I hope y'all are watching the visual to this because oh, you need to see that. <laughs> My old ass. I can't believe I just got my leg up there. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, that's been it for another episode of Love Us and Badass Old Man. Um, <laughs> I feel like next week, since we since we had this letter from a virgin, we should both share our stories of how we lost our virginity. Oh God! <laughs> so be on the lookout for that next week. We'll both tell our <laughs> stories. I'm putting it on the docket. I don't give a fuck what T you got to say. But that's been it. This well, is another like episode. Okay, hey, I can tell you all, all 15 seconds of my first time. We can go step by step. 15 It wasn't. I'm, I'm lying. I'm lying. But you, you got to remember, it was that it was that older chick. So she was much older than me. And she, she put her mouth on my on my, on my my penis first. So, like, I, I only had about a good 10 strokes in me after. It was the first time, too. Yeah, we're going to talk about this next week. <laughs> You're going to go first. I need to hear that. All right. But nonetheless, we are <laughs> it. This has been another episode of Love, Lust, and Badass. So, Tia, go ahead and give them your social media so we can get 
the hell up out of here. You can catch me, the first lady, at the first lady, D A F I R S T underscore L E D I O V. And you and can follow the first me. Lady on Twitter. Sorry. My bad. I'm used to you plugging one and going the fuck on. I'm glad I'm you're plugging right. both of them. You can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. We are the number one adult podcast in all the world. You can follow us collectively at Love Lust and BAS Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Love Lust and BAS at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to send us a voicemail instead of writing in, you can do so at 614-547-2039. Now that we're streaming live on YouTube, we may start trying to do that call in line uh here shortly, which will be fun. Um, so be on the lookout for that. But otherwise, this has been it. We love each and every one of you guys. We out this bitch. Bye. Peace. It's real, you know what?